You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the residential movement. If you're listening to this on the day that it airs, you know that we're approaching my favorite time of year, the new year. I love a good New Year's resolution. Not that you need to wait until the new year to begin anything, but just in case you were looking for the perfect time to make a change, the calendar provides us with this natural reminder. So this week, I want to talk about the end of the year reflection that I recommend doing for your practice. I do one every year for my practice, and it's so helpful. Dental practices, like any business, should perform an end of the year review. This identifies the ups and downs of the past 12 months and helps you recognize trends from year to year. It's basically a health assessment, or like the annual visit to the doctor's office for your practice. Now, a lot of businesses track metrics called KPIs, Key Performance Indicators. KPIs in your house call practice are definitely going to vary from the KPIs of a traditional brick-and-mortar practice. Ideal KPIs are also going to vary from house call dentist to house call dentist, depending on your personal perception of success. So this isn't supposed to be a competitive exercise, just one that gets you closer to your goals for the next year. That being said, you need to consider your goals before we get too deep into this. Maybe you've been seeing patients for just a few months and you're curious about keeping track of some metrics. Maybe you're brand new and you've only been seeing patients for just a few months. Maybe your goal could just be to get curious and start keeping track of some metrics. Or maybe this is your second year in business and you want to verify that you're actually growing. I know that when I began, I wasn't tracking a darn thing for the first six months. But finally, I sat down at the end of the year and realized some pretty important metrics that to this day help me make decisions about how to proceed in my practice. I hope the same for you. One KPI we should discuss is your number of active patients. This number would include all of your new patients for the year, plus the number of patients that you've seen in the past 18 months. A healthy brick-and-mortar practice needs thousands of active patients, but your house call practice may only need 100 or a couple hundred patients to keep you really busy. Beyond your number of active patients, how many of them are currently scheduled for treatment? If there's a lot of outstanding treatment that isn't scheduled, you need to hit the phones. During this process, please remember to check obituaries. I hope you're doing this more than just at the end of the year, but remember, with the patient population that's best served at home, loss is very common. You want to reach out to those families and let them know that you're thinking about them, because this time of year is particularly hard for families who have just lost loved ones. Next, check out your recall trends. How many of your patients are getting recalls and getting scheduled for their recalls? Conversely, how many of those one-time limited exam patients have you turned into comprehensive patients? There's a huge opportunity here. Make sure to reach out and remind your one-time patients that they do need comp care. I understand that many patients, especially patients toward the end of their lives, typically don't want to become comp patients and might not need comp care, so don't bother those people who are clear with you. But still, make sure you're noting what percentage of patients are turning from emergency patients into comprehensive patients. At this point, you should know how many patients you're comfortable seeing each day. So then check out your schedule for the coming year to make sure that it reflects your comfort level. Be sure to add any appointments that you deem necessary once you go through your active patient list. Once you've made sure that the needs of your patients have been addressed for the coming year within the schedule, 
we can begin to do an economic review. So here's another KPI to know. What was your average production per visit this year? If you know this and how many people that you can see each day, you can decide upon a reasonable daily minimum projection for the new year. This past year, what was your revenue, your gross income from your practice? What was your overhead or the expenses for your practice? The difference between your revenue and your overhead is your profit. So evaluate your profit for this past year. Once you do that, you can begin to make some goals and adjustments for the new year. Another important KPI to assess is cash on hand. How much cash does your practice have available in the case of an emergency? How much cash are you taking home and how much cash are you investing back into your practice? Once you realize the profit that you're earning, you can decide what to do with the cash based on your priorities. So for example, I personally think it's always important to have three months of business expenses liquid in your business bank account at all times. This is just for security as you're going to have fluctuations in revenue from month to month. Make sure to have business overhead insurance too. But for my example, in the case of a common dental in 2023, I also saved for the expenses associated with my maternity leave. So this past year, staying liquid was very important to me. What would you like to accomplish in the coming year? Know that and devise a plan for what to do with your practice's earnings. I hope you can see how noting basic metrics each year can help you set goals for the year ahead. I try not to get lost too much in the weeds during all of this, but for some of you, reviewing or tracking metrics may seem very overwhelming. I promise you can get through it and the benefits of knowing this information far outweigh the workload of the annual reflection. If you've been wondering how I gather this data, I can promise you I am not manually keeping track in an Excel spreadsheet or notebook. I utilize a lot of software. My EHR, Curve, can track how many active patients I have and other metrics like that. I can easily pull data from Curve that helps me throughout the year and at the end of the year. If you're interested in using Curve in your practice, visit residentialmovement.com slash curve for an awesome introductory deal to that software. Next, if you're wondering how I keep track of my bookkeeping, my revenue and expenses, I use QuickBooks. Visit residentialmovement.com slash QuickBooks for an awesome deal on that software too. With all of the data collected in Curve and QuickBooks, you'll be able to make it through this end-of-the-year reflection in no time. I dedicated this entire episode to the end-of-the-year reflection because it may be one of the most important practices to implement in your business. And not to be pushy, but I think an end-of-the-year reflection in your personal life can be very useful, too. Just saying. I really wish you the best as you go through this process and that you find this exercise to be just as informative and helpful as I have. All right, I'm going to wrap this up here. Tune in next week to hear about my annual reflection on the residential movement and all that's to come in the new year for this community. Finally, if you'd like to support patients in need of in-home dental care, consider supporting the Home Smile Care Foundation. Visit homesmilecarefoundation.org for more information. Thank you for listening in today. Good luck with your annual review. I appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel The Residential Movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.